Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90 Day Money Challenge. It's day 75 of my 90 day money challenge where I'm questioning everything I know about money. And today I'm really excited because I had a big breakthrough about understanding why I'm always so stressed and how to escape that. And the belief that I questioned to get there was I haven't done enough. I haven't done enough. And this came up when I was looking at my marketing around a project, a recent project, and I haven't reached the goal that I wanted to reach. And so the thought that comes out is I haven't done enough and then I have to do more and I have to keep cranking through it. And you can see that anytime I don't reach a goal, regardless of what the goal is, even if I've just made it up, which often is what I've been doing is some kind of educated guess, but it's still made up, not hitting the goal instead of having me take a step back take a look at what the purpose of this project is, see how much effort I want to put into it. Instead of doing that, the thought I'm not doing enough comes up and it's got this kind of guilt and shame layer. And then I hit it really hard with, I need to do more. So let's go in and question this. And I'm excited to share the the breakthroughs that I found. So question number one of the work of Byron Katie, I haven't done enough. Is it true? When I went into my body, I noticed that it feels true. I feel this guilt and shame, ashamed for not reaching this goal, like an ego shame, like I'm embarrassed that I haven't reached this goal. But as I looked at that, I saw that, well, It's possible, there's a little possibility that my goal was a little bit too far out of reach, that it wasn't realistic. It's possible that I was actually as successful toward this goal as I'm going to be right now. And it's possible that I've lost lost sight of the larger marketing plan in pursuing this smaller project in the larger strategy. So is it true, is it absolutely true that I haven't done enough? No. I I can't know for sure that that's the actual problem here, that that's the actual truth. Okay, but let's go in and what happens when I believe this thought. So this belief hit me first thing in the morning and what it did was it jumped into shame and guilt about not having yet reached this goal, which until you reach a goal, you could just be continually feeling that. And that's sometimes what happens for me. Until I reach a goal, I am just continually stressed with I haven't done enough, I haven't done enough, I haven't done enough, I haven't done enough. And then if I reach the goal, it's like, oh, thank the sweet Lord I can finally relax. And if I don't reach the goal, 
Well, at least it's over, but now I deal with all of the other shame for not having reached the goal and and all of the failure stuff. Now I'm a failure. So all of that is kind of this, this layer unconscious around I haven't done enough. So the shame and the guilt hits, then adrenaline comes in in order to escape those feelings. So the adrenaline hits as an escape mechanism and takes me into frantic action. So waking up, the thought is, oh shit, okay, I need to do more. I need to get on this now. And I feel my whole body wake up. It's like my brain starts to become overwhelmed and starts spinning and I become literally blinded by thoughts. It's like I'm not actually interacting with the physical world around me because I'm so, I'm seeing the thoughts that are louder than my sense perceptions, which is such an interesting experience. And that's part of what helped me get through the breakthrough is seeing that I'm not even interacting with reality. You know, I'm, I'm, I just wake up, I'm in my bed, and the reality is I'm tired, I want to sleep some more. And yet my mind is telling me, all kinds of other stuff and it's showing me images of me working at the computer and I need to get to that place and I need to do whatever it's telling me to do and and it wires me awake which is such a powerful thing for a mind to do to move a body just from imagination that really tripped me out that i have this image in my head and that's enough to move my whole body which maybe sounds very ordinary but when we look at just the power of a single belief a single thought it's kind of wild and you can see that with hundreds or thousands of these thoughts we could be living a completely unconscious life in that we're just believing our thoughts we're acting on them and we're just it, they're moving our bodies and, and we're just sort of there witnessing and believing and sort of addicted to them the whole time. It's kind of a scary thought. Okay, so the next thing that happens is that I find this impulse to find a solution to solve this problem, to meet the goal so that then I can finally feel accomplished and done and have my ego be congratulated. But I'm overwhelmed with all of a sudden a, a like sprinkling of ideas and possibilities. But I see myself as failing if I don't act right now, which is fear, which is like this big surge of fear. And it's enough to get me up when what I actually want to do is just go back to sleep. And you can imagine the crash that comes after being woken up when I want to sleep and then following through with that, right? Then later in the day, I'm going to crash. And imagine if that happens every day or every week, that's just a lot of burnout and a lot of crash, and it's going to lead into a very dark place. So then what comes after that is the feeling, the obsessive feeling of needing that productivity hit, like, like the hamster wheel, kind of I'm, I'm doing something 
even though I don't know what to do to get to this goal, I know that I have to do something because I want to feel productive. And somehow it reassures my spinning mind as long as I'm doing something. But the problem, if you are following here, is that that something comes from fear, not from actual strategy, not from stepping back, taking a look, assessing how much effort to put in, assessing where to put the effort specifically, right? And I have so many strategic models for how to go into marketing. I have different circles of marketing and, you know, I teach this kind of stuff all the time. But when I go into the panic mode of I haven't done enough, all that stuff goes out of the window and I'm just like, whatever's the first thing that pops into my mind, whatever's the last thing that I uh, have done, it, it turns off my actual intelligent mind and turns on my fear survival mind that's just pulling the last thoughts out of the vault. And it's really unlikely that I'm going to solve the problem. It's really unlikely that the ideas that come from frantic panic mode are going to meet the goal. And so if I'm always in that mode, I'm probably never going to meet the goal. And the other issue here is that the the fear that I haven't done enough is causing me to try to solve the fear that I haven't done enough. So I my mind has created a problem, and in the same mindset, I'm trying to solve the problem that was created. But the whole point is that I invented I haven't done enough, and so... I can't solve I haven't done enough until I no longer have the problem I haven't done enough. And either that's going to be an external thing, which we already know is dicey at best and uncontrollable. I can't really control the outcome of this. I can only control my actions, which is why I go into just doing actions. The other thing I could control is whether I question the belief or not. So without the belief, then the problem goes away. So it's a really interesting, different way to approach these problems. And the other big problem with I haven't done enough and then trying to solve that by doing more is that marketing doesn't happen instantly. It's a slow process. It takes time. So I'm not going to see the results instantly, which is the only thing that would soothe my mind, at least externally or at least what I think will soothe my mind. And so I'm never going to be satisfied. And so I'm just going to keep on doing this cycle. And then how do I treat myself? Well, I treat myself like an idiot, like somebody who keeps slacking off. And so then I push harder. And then that really takes me into burnout, where I, I push myself to the point where I just crash, I need to take a break, I can't look at a screen, you know, I, I need that real down, deep downtime. And then I have even more shame for slacking off from crashing. And then I push myself further. And you can see that cycle building up leads to some kind of explosion. You know, the tension of that cycle of the never letting go, the never resting, the never completing, it's just going to lead to some kind of explosion. 
And the only antidote to that is gonna be a long period of rest of doing nothing. Like the longer I go without rest, the more of that rest I need, which is a really unhealthy way to live. It's really bad for my body. But also it's like, it's sort of the opposite of having a a holiday. If you think about like taking time off, it's like if I need time just to recover, to get to a normal state of functioning, uh, of contentness, that is a very different experience than um, having a joyful time off or a joyful holiday or a joyful vacation, right? Where I'm now filling up and going even beyond, I'm overflowing, right? That's what we really want whenever we take time off. But what I have to do is just take enough time off to recover and then I'm back into the grind. And so then I start this resentful relationship with work and the whole thing just sort of spins out of control. So I was really excited to see this moment where I saw that the actions I'm taking when I'm driven by I haven't done enough are kind of mindless actions just to get the feeling of productivity, but they're not actually good strategic actions. And that difference there is all that I needed to see to realize that it's just not worth it. It's just not, the the belief is just not true. I haven't done enough. Anything that comes out of that is real questionable and is is going to lead me into a, a bad place. It's going to probably make it worse. Okay, so let's go, who would I be free of the thought? If I didn't have this whole story and all of these chain reaction of uh, of effects, who would I be? What would I experience? What would I see? So I'm looking at the same project that I did marketing for, and I see that the marketing actually worked. It just worked less than my goal was. And honestly, when I look at it, I feel pretty complete with the project. I'm actually ready to finish and move on to other things. And with the thought, I'm still focused on it. And what I realized there is that it has to do my e- with my ego. My ego is tied in to the embarrassment of not reaching my goal. And that's the thing that's holding on. It's not actually a, a genuine attachment. It's not actually that, uh, it's not actually true that I haven't done enough. I'm actually ready to move on to the next thing. I actually have acknowledged already that I've done enough and I'm kind of happy with that. It's the ego piece, the shame and the guilt that has been driving me forward. So without the thought, I'd be free of all of that. I'd be free of the need to constantly check, which the whole point of constantly checking, oh, did I get there? Did I get there? Is to try to come into the reality that I've already realized, which is that I'm already done with putting effort into this project. And so I'm just checking to see if the results are done so that then I can move on, which is what I want to do anyway. So free of the thought, I would just move on. And then I would be at ease. I would have space to breathe. I would have space to feel. I would feel comfort. I would feel contentment. 
And I would feel excitement about my other projects because now I have all of this space. So let's go into the turnarounds here. First turnaround I have to I haven't done enough is I've done too much. So going all the way to the opposite. How is it true that I've done too much here? Well, on one hand, I've driven myself to the stress point where I'm waking up when I'm tired. I've done too much. Another example here is that I'm no longer psyched about the project. It's killed the energy behind the project. That is a sign for me that I've done too much. There's no longer a flow of of inspiration. That's dried up. And it honestly, it it came, I did it, and then as I started to push, it kind of like dried up that well. And that means I've done too much. Another example, I've done too much thinking because the thinking is causing me to spin and to go blind, to not be able to interact with reality, but to be only interacting with imagination and the thinking level. I've done too much, too much thinking, too much spinning. Another example is that I've done too much stressing. My body is feeling it. Right, my body now needs to recover and my mind needs to recover. That means I'm doing too much because then I'm inhibited from doing other actual work that is well thought out, that has a much higher likelihood of being effective. I've done too much. Right, another turnaround here to I haven't done enough is I have done enough. So how is this true? Well, I actually did all that I wanted to do. The project was pretty small and was just meant to be an easy uh, project that I wasn't supposed to spend a ton of time on marketing. It was kind of a spontaneous uh, thing that I wanted to put out there. And I, you know, it was successful to some degree. So I actually did all that I wanted to do. And then it was just this ego piece that is the obstacle. So that's my next example here is that that financially I'm happy with the project. The only thing that was left over is just just the pure uh, fear of failure. Fear of being branded as a failure because I didn't hit my goal by myself and by other people. And that, free of that thought, I'm so happy and content and like excited about the next things that I'm doing. I'm ready to move on. Whew. All right. So you can probably feel my energy uh, in stumbling through today's work. Uh, but I'm really excited about seeing how this breakthrough is going to impact the way that I work. Because that's what I've started to see is in the last few weeks, especially, that my relationship with money has really changed, where I am not stressed about money the way I used to be. And it's kind of a miracle. Even in the same situations where I feel like I should be stressed about money, I'm just not. It's like the the charge is gone. And here I've started to see all these ways and reasons why I rush and ways that I push myself in this like working harder 
And I've just been seeing these glimpses of how delightful it will be to spend more time on the strategy. And it's like playing a game versus uh, being in a battle, right? Like maybe the game, you know, I'm playing a board game where there's little soldiers and they're battling each other. It's the difference between playing the game and thinking about the strategy and knowing that it's a game versus being one of the soldiers in the game and feeling like everything's a life or death situation every move and that level of stress. So there's something very exciting that's starting to emerge as my mind is kind of breaking through these different beliefs again and again and again. So I highly encourage you to take some time to really dedicate to this. And the more that I uh, do here, the more that I question, it just makes me think that everybody in their lifetime should do this once, should go in for several months just questioning thoughts about money and work and the ways that they they interact with supporting themselves and the financial aspect, all of that stuff, it's so, so valuable to question it. It will just so change your relationship with it. So keep going. I believe in you and I'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business from virtual assistants to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.